good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? That scripture finds us today in the book of Acts chapter 9. We're going to be looking at the conversion of the Apostle Paul, who was formerly, uh, formerly known as Saul. And uh, the reason why I'm calling our attention to that today as we start the day off is to uh, once again, look at one of those great questions of the Bible. Uh, there, the, the Bible is peppered with them all over the place. Great questions that are placed in the scripture to make you pause and just uh, be a little more pensive and, and thinking about it a little bit. And that's what the, we're looking at in chapter 9 of the book of Acts. It's the place, of course, where the Apostle Paul uh, before he became a believer, was on the Damascus Road. He was making his journey uh, to go to that city of Damascus in order to persecute and to imprison those who were followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and what you find out is in chapter 9, verse 6, uh, just after the Lord appears, you remember he's journeying, a light shines around about him, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? By the way, that's a great question, too. Uh, that's not the one we're going to look at today. Uh, but the, the scripture says, And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks, or meaning the goads, or... Uh, that which prods somebody. Apparently, uh, the Lord Jesus had been actively pursuing Saul and had been uh, uh, pushing him and goading him and getting him to head in the right direction. And uh, he found in Saul uh, somebody who is extremely stubborn. Uh, but yet, verse 6 says, And he, meaning Saul, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, and here's the great question for the day, what wilt thou have me to do? And then the Lord gives him instructions about going to see a prophet and receive his sight because he's going to be blinded. Well, one of the most amazing truths, I think, in the Bible is that God is not a detached deity who uh, is unconcerned really about you as a human being. In fact, whenever we read about God and his incredible interest, unbelievable interest in the human condition, we find that he's actually concerned about individuals uh, and that he uh, often has a perfect plan for life uh, for all of his children. Uh, an architect, as you know, will prepare an accurate and detailed drawing for every new building that is uh, to be built under his instruction. And in the same way, God, our Heavenly Father, has a perfect, accurate, detailed plan for every one of his children. Uh, I say God often has a plan. He always has a plan. Nowhere in the Bible is it more clearly shown than in that brief conversation that took place on the Damascus Road when Jesus caught Saul of Tarsus. And at that very moment of his meeting Jesus, Saul 
uh, asked the question, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Uh, do you think his conversion just happened by chance or was there a divine purpose? Well, you don't have to look very far because in verse 15 of chapter 9, it says, But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. So Ananias the prophet is told specifically that God has a great plan in store for this man. Um, it was all according to his purpose, and God has uh, a plan for every one of us. He's got a plan for the life, for your life today, too. Uh, I want to use that as a springboard to challenge you today. Uh, it is true. God is not disinterested in your, uh, your situation or in your life. Uh, you are not an afterthought to him, but he literally has a plan for every one of you and for your life. And, you know, you think about this, it's reasonable to expect it. I mean, God is a God of order and method. He's got a purpose. Uh, he's got a plan. He's working his plan out. And it's absolutely, absolutely reasonable to think that what we're going to, uh, what we're going to be and how we're going to be useful to the Lord is included in part of God's plan. I would suggest to you, it's also according uh, to experience. You you read about Abraham and Moses and David and Isaiah and Jeremiah, who are just a few examples of how we see God having a purpose and a plan. Uh, and then God's Word teaches that that's the case. So uh, it shouldn't surprise us that God has a purpose. It shouldn't surprise you that God is orchestrating things in order to help you to serve Him in the most effective way possible. In fact, he gave us the scriptures in order to help us, to prepare us, to challenge us, to shape us and mold us, to mold you into what you ought to be. Remember, you're not here to make a living, get a great retirement portfolio, uh, and then die. You are here in order to give your life for a much higher purpose, and that is servant, uh, service for the living God. And there's some people that they get so consumed with the living of this life and the accumulation of possessions. They get so uh, 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 preoccupied with making a good stand in this life, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> or, or making a good, having a good reputation. Uh, and certainly that ought to be something we strive for. But remember, that's as a that, that is a side benefit of serving the living Lord Jesus Christ. That's what God's called you to do in his plan, in his program. That ought to be your great concern today, to discover God's plan for your life, uh, to look in his word, to read it, to run as hard as you can doing the things that God plainly tells you, his general will, so that one day in your running, you'll look up and God is going to show you specifically what you ought to be doing in his will. But if you don't do his general will, don't expect him to reveal you any more than that. If you're not reading your Bible and praying and sanctifying, becoming sanctified and holy and living a righteous life and yeah, that involves uh, serving others and serving Christ, being in the house of God. If you're not doing any of those things, don't expect to hear very much detail from the Lord. 
Look out for his plan. He never will plan for you to do something against his will. He never will plan for you to do something that is a sin. Uh, He never contradicts his word. So looking at that, looking at your circumstances and how God is harmonizing things will go a long ways to helping you to know God's will. And that comes by daily obedience to his revealed will. Commune with him. Be in prayer. Study. Search his word. Uh, um, Have an unquestioning obedience to the scriptures and complete and implicit trust in him. When you do, you're going to find out God's plan for you is richer than anything you could have ever planned for yourself. God bless you today as you do His will and listen to His word and look for opportunities to serve Him faithfully.